Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Comic Book Nation, the only show that does it all for geek culture and the official podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw, and today I am with the Comic Book Nation team to do something really special. We all got to see DC's The Flash early, and we are here to share with you guys, the Comic Book Nation fans, how we all feel about the movie. So joining me today, I have my regular co-hosts, Matthew Aguilar, Janelle Wheeler, Casey. What's going on? And we are going to run real quick through what we thought of The Flash, which is, as you know, this big game-changing, allegedly DC movie, and that has come from a lot of delays, a lot of controversy, and there's a lot to talk about. So we're going to be doing a couple of these posts. We're going to be doing this bonus episode just to give you guys a non-spoiler, we should probably put that in the title, non-spoiler reaction to the movie just to let you know how we felt and just some of our impressions of how we think you guys as fans will feel about it. On release day, we will be dropping two episodes. First, we'll be doing another non-spoiler kind of more full review segment on our regular live show, which you should watch every Friday on uh, streaming platforms. And we will be putting out a bonus episode with our full flash spoilers discussion where we talk about everything that happens in this movie and what it means for the future of the DC universe. So we hope you'll check all three of those out. But uh, first, uh, first, let's just talk about how we felt about The Flash. So I just did that whole preamble to give myself a chance to, uh, you know, re-wet my mouth here. Let's uh, throw it to somebody else. Janelle Wheeler, I think you are like our best wow. representative on the show of like a mainstream fan and can speak to how I think mainstream people are going to take this movie. How did you feel about The Flash? Absolutely. Well, I am a tough critic, even though I am, I do feel like I'm more of a casual fan uh, because The Flash is my favorite show from Arrowverse. Uh, and I, I'm currently on my like third watch through of it. Um, so I didn't have high expectations. I, uh, I think it's really easy for me to kind of just really get stuck in this state of mind of like Grant is my Flash. Uh, but I can tell you, Truly, from the bottom of my heart, I was so pleasantly surprised. I laughed in a non-forced way. Uh, some certain Marvel movies that have recently been uh, out have forced laughter from me. It has made me feel kind of like uncomfortable, like this is so corny. I did not feel that way at all in this film. I was truly like laughing out loud at 
moments of this. I cried. I genuinely was like, oh my gosh, I was sitting next to my friend and I'm like, oh, she's going to think I'm crazy because I am boohooing, crying, <laughs> like just my makeup's like running down my face. Um, I just, I just love so much about this. And it is, there is so much to this that it is really hard to give a spoiler free reaction. So I will just say, and I don't want to talk too much that even as a casual viewer, this is awesome. And even as someone who feels extremely jaded and was not really pumped about certain things in the media uh, that has been going on with Ezra, I ate this up and I cannot wait to go back to the theater to watch it again. And I don't watch movies twice in a theater. I will tell you that right now. Yeah. Muted. Oh, you're muted. Oh, I'm muted. Uh, doing it dead air. <laughs> All right, Matt. You, Matt, you, I want to go to the other side. Matt, you're like probably our biggest DC fan, our most hardcore comic book fan on this little show called Comic Book Nation. And I rarely get to see you out on a screening, buddy. So I was real happy to sit next to you and uh, check out The Flash. What did you think about it? Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree with Janelle and the fact that I was pleasantly surprised. I feel like We've talked about it before, all of the things that surround this movie outside of it uh, in regards to not anything with the film itself, but but with people involved in it. So I kind of went in very conflicted. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see this, but there's parts of me that feel like this movie shouldn't be there. And so just to take it as a movie unto itself, I I laughed a ton through, throughout this movie. I, I thought it was supremely fun, and I think it captured... Uh, a thing about the flash that is, is actually not always easy to capture animation uh, tends to do it best <laughs> with that character. And it, it captured the fun and the frenetic, you know, energy of the character and, and the power set. And I agree with Janelle. I, there was some moments uh, I, I legit cried. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a, like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a little misty or whatever. Like, no, no, no. Like I, it, it, there was some really impactful performances here and uh, some really creative sequences and so yeah i left i had a fun time like i enjoyed this movie i it's hard to get me into a theater to see something once let alone twice <laughs> it's a very hard thing to do for me uh so i will say i'm very i'm actually very excited to see this again and watch it again and pick up things i i missed um i don't know if i'll go back to the theater i might be one of those like hey i'll wait for it to hit max <laughs> but but i am glad i saw this i'm glad i saw this I still have a lot of conflicted feelings about other things, but just taking the movie onto itself, I came away pretty happy, pretty happy. I enjoyed it. I think it's Connor's turn. I think, yeah, I'm going to piggyback off Matt for just a second okay. before I lose my train of thought again. I know I was muted again because I'm killing <laughs> it at this. Um, I just think I'm here in the studio and I keep thinking like, oh, I can just talk. But no, I'm uh, I'm talking to you guys all remote. So I got to actually use a mute button. It's hard times. But um, I want to piggyback off Matt and just say kind of I think what my sentiment was, was also the unexpectedness of how I enjoyed this movie. I didn't enjoy it as much as a superhero blockbuster as I did a weird kind of back to the future comedy. And we, we had heard those comparisons going in, but I, I think this is weirdly like the most back to the future experience I've had since Zemeckis actually made that trilogy in terms of just capturing kind of like a semi-serious, but semi, but like also largely comedic 
kind of space time hopping adventure movie that combines all these things and you know people making it were a lot of the makers of like vacation you know re- reboot and things like actual comedic directors so that carries through but I, I was surprised by how much i enjoyed the film for being that uh right. and it is very different and offbeat and idiosyncratic in a way that you don't really expect and, and makes it kind of a unique film experience, like with like the signatures of a filmmaker and a star and, you know, even even certain characters like even Michael Keaton's Batman and his Bruce Wayne guys like rolling around in something kind of slightly quirky, <laughs> Jason Momoa Fast X, you know, costuming and stuff like that. Um, but everything around it worked and it worked as being its own doing what films sometimes have a hard time doing these days, which is being its own actual little world and adventure and story rather than just product. And there is plenty of product in this movie, but like I said, there's actually a story with a character arc and heart. And I've seen people talk about the third act maybe a little negatively, but I thought the third act was kind of good in reinforcing the themes of this movie and not just being a traditional superhero movie and being something different that said as we are watching you know trailer highlights there are parts of this that are dc action that i thought were some of the most superb dc action i've seen you know in live action so you know i I hope director andy muschetti and you know the team behind this and other people get to continue to do more because as we've heard that they might because yeah, some of the action sequences in here are, are, or just the creative superpower sequences are some of the most visually kind of creative I've seen. Though I will say when, when they told us this maybe not be the finished version and we've been doing some checking on that, but I don't know if all the effects and stuff are fully finished, but I hope they finish them a little bit more in some of these sequences. But uh, yeah, so I was surprised by how much I did enjoy it. That said, we are going to do a little second part of this discussion after Connor drops some knowledge on us about how he felt that I, that I, we, that we do have to address, which is the success of this film also being maybe its biggest problem um, and the, how well it actually works and why it works also being kind of DC snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. But we're going to put a pin in that Connor, tell us what did you think of the flash? Boy, I'm glad I get to go last because I get to be negative. Um, If you were to ask me to put a little poster quote on this, I would say it's too weird to be hated, but too weak to be good. Um, Ezra Miller does an excellent job juggling multiple roles. Uh, He is definitely the standout of this film. Michael Keaton proves he is one of our great living actors again as Batman. And Sasha Kaye, until the movie forgets that she exists, uh, is really solid as Supergirl. There's a lot of problems with this movie. Uh, Andy Muschietti, I... So here's the thing. I have not been to many screenings for comic book. My schedule doesn't line up for it. But two, weirdly enough, have been Andy Muschietti films. The one before this was It Chapter 2, which we've all just agreed simultaneously doesn't count because it's a weird movie and it's full of weird, off-putting, gross-out humor. And a lot of that somehow made its way into this movie. A lot of projectile vomit, teeth flying out of one guy's mouth into another guy's mouth. And yes, you're There's really a a baby in a microwave joke at one point. Like we're all 10 years old again. 
Um, the CGI is Polar Express levels of bad at some points, and I couldn't tell if that was this product product is unfinished, that we're seeing an unfinished version of this movie, or if some of it was deliberate in certain scenes and that excuse doesn't work for all of them because there's some you're going to go, this could have taken another three months to get this right. Um, the action scenes are great. The story does not hit the scale that I think some fans are going to be hoping for. Like if we're, if we're calling on Flashpoint for this, if you've read that book or you've watched the animated adaptation of it, you know that the final battle, the scale is huge. It doesn't quite hit that with this. It, it's actually, I was surprised by how few action scenes there were in this movie. Um, and what it, there's something, and I will not get into spoilers, but there's something that they walk right up to the line with the third act in really hitting home Barry having to deal with the consequences of its actions. And it's a really interesting idea. And they pull back at the last minute. And I was disappointed by that. It's not the worst movie I've seen this year. It's not the worst superhero movie I've seen this year. Quantum Mania is worse. And so Shazam 2. But I know that you didn't see Shazam 2 based on the box office. Because neither did I. Uh, but it is no, by no means the best superhero movie I've seen this year. It pales in comparison to Spider-Verse. It sucks that I saw this four days after I saw that. Um, but where it fits in the hierarchy of DCEU, I'd say it's on the on the top half. So I'm all over the place on this one. I know. Yeah, you just went full review, and I'm not sure where you stand. So good fact, first reaction like it, effort. But I don't like it, but it's it's okay. It's it's okay. Like it well, has good, go. it has things to appreciate. And if you grew up with Keaton as Batman, you'll love this. Like that'll be enough. All right. There you go. I'm glad I don't have to unpack that, but you, the fans, can unpack that. That's why I love this show. Everybody's kind of, uh, we all have different opinions. Now, second subject of our reactions. It's already kind of coming up in the media. It, it's starting to make way. We've talked about this film multiple times and said, you know, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller and their controversies and the allegations and all of that. We knew that going into this, while in our sphere, you know, film Twitter, the blogosphere, geek culture, whatever you, what have you, people knew about this, but the mainstream larger audience probably has not been following this because no matter what you may think, Ezra Miller is not like the biggest box office main, you know, crossing from the East Coast to Heartland America to the West Coast draw. So people don't necessarily know their story or like what has happened or like, you know, all of that. But that's what I what I said in back when my reaction is one of the things that I think is the centerpiece of this movie is how well, as even Connor said, how well Ezra Miller does in this movie playing Barry Allen and juggling multiple roles, often in scenes that are not like action scenes that can just carry an actor where they are quite, quite literally they, since there are two Barry Allens interacting and making all the interest, you know, the drama, the comedy and all of that and carrying that. And Ezra Miller pulls this off and this should be a star making turn for them. But that leads to the question then of can you kind of separate the darker side of what we know off screen from this movie and just take it because there is a camp that says, you know, this is a divide that always happens with movies. It's like some people don't want to support this movie because of what this, they feel like supporting the star in any kind of way is enabling, you know, these things we've heard about. On the other side, there are people say movies are made by a lot of people and a lot of people's efforts went into this. 
and throwing it all away for the stars kind of nuts behavior and the circumstances of, you know, what's been said in the press about mental illness, you know, rehabilitation, all of that stuff is, it makes it like, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But I think as Connor mentioned, and I, and I'm trying not to get, keep this more reactionary before we get into the film on opening day, but there are moments in this film that are uncomfortable if you know what has happened off screen, because some of it is just so on the nose with what we've heard in the press or jokes that, that don't play well with somebody who maybe has those allegations, certain allegations hanging over them. It, it doesn't feel comfortable at all times in that. And so to you guys, an easy question, do you think we will be able, we will see this controversy People will, it will be moved past and Ezra Miller will come through it and still get the accolades. Does that even make you feel good? Or do you think this is going to even be, even if DC puts out something that pleases audience, we're still going to have this kind of dark problem with this movie and where to go from here? You want me to start? Anybody who's brave enough. Okay. I would like you to so speak up. I do want to say this. Um, I was one of the, the ones that I was, I was one of those fellas, one of those gals who was like, I can't, I don't really want to support this. I, I, I guess I have to watch this. I'm on comic book nation, so I need to go <laughs> see this. Um, and I genuinely escaped into the film. So I don't know how they, this to me, they did such a good job that I genuinely just looked at Barry as Barry and I removed Ezra from that equation. So I don't know how that actually, I really did not think I was going to be able to do that, but I did as well as my friend that I brought as my plus one. She was very against it as well. We were both pretty not happy about it all. Um, we were able to separate that very easily. Um, and then here's my other thing. It was great, in my opinion. I loved this film, but I don't need any more of Ezra as Flash. Like, there's no... I, I feel like I got what I needed out of this Flash and that world. And if we're starting fresh with, you know, James Gunn and, and all of that, I really feel fine. Like, I feel satisfied with this film. I enjoyed it very much, but I'm totally fine with not having Ezra in that role anymore. It, there was a bow on top. They tied it up. Like, we're good. Like, fix it. I'm fine without it. And regardless of how well that Ezra played this role, I don't need more. I, there's no call for me to need that. I have nothing in me going, oh my gosh, I want to know where the story goes with this actor in, in this character. So, Well, I mean, I don't think we have to throw the character out because the character could continue. I mean, mm -hmm. if we can swap out a Terrence Howard for a Don Cheadle, which I mean, you <laughs> don't get what yeah. I'm saying here, but like if you can do that, you can pretty much do anything Correct. right so right we can throw in a blonde we can even throw in a blonde actor in there and just be like hey it's barry with a new haircut and you know yeah. and just keep going with the same stuff that this franchise has done so that's i don't think Grant. we need to throw both yeah i don't think we need to throw <laughs> out both but um uh but I also don't care if they do. I don't care if they bring Wally in. I don't care if if yes. if they let Barry go. I'm okay with that. But I again, I'm a huge Flash in the Arrowverse fan, so I have had that fix. Like I've been very close to my yeah, Barry been, for a very long time. 
Barry Allen made a comeback and he's gotten his due, but I mean, yeah. I think, uh, and I think that there is, and we've had this theory that the DCU is doing a, is going to build that younger, yeah. that younger kind yeah. of lane, starting with like, you know, son of Batman, probably son of Superman, other things that can lead us to something like uh, Titans or a younger team. We well, you don't remember like that. too, Barry came back at a time when Rebirth hit. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of divisiveness within the comics oh, yeah. community mm-hmm. about him coming back because there's such a love for Wally. For Even Wally then, West, yeah. everyone was like, why the hell are you bringing Barry? <laughs> no one <laughs> wants Barry. Okay, No one wants him. And so that was even a thing then. And it's continued. There's still That's why people get so pissed when they push Wally aside for Barry. It's like, oh, my God, he's so boring. <laughs> and and there's there so many... There's so many speedster characters in the DC comics that you could fill up two whole movies worth without even touching Barry. And, and Janelle, yes. I think you nailed it that this movie, it by the end of it, however you feel about it as a product, it doesn't necessitate a sequel. It, it's very much a closed loop so that by the end you're like, okay, that's it for Barry. If we come back to this character again, it's in an entirely different universe when we're 10 projects deep into what James Gunn is doing. Or you introduce Wally. You, you have two choices. So when we're sitting here five, six years from now and there still hasn't been another Flash movie, I think everyone's okay to move on. Yeah. Well, and I will say, I, me and Janelle are on the same like wavelength today. I, I agree like wholeheartedly because I, I was also one of those peoples and I still am. I still, I feel like there's a part of me that's like, this movie shouldn't exist. And I'm, <laughs> if it didn't exist, I'd be okay. But it does. And so the fact that I was able to, you know, suspend disbelief and push, you know, reality out for a minute and, and become immersed in the story and, and what Ezra was doing uh, is a credit to, you know, what the movie does and the movie as a whole. And so I, I, to answer your question though, Kofi, I think, I, I don't think it'll actually be clear cut either way. I think this is just incredibly messy and I think it will continue to be messy it will have this conversation that we're having right now will be one of many had around. And I think it, it won't be able to ever really completely escape that. So Ezra might have a career. I'm not saying the book is closed on Ezra's career and things like that. But what I am saying is as a flash franchise and whatever this could have been, I, ju- I just think if even if it comes back as a sequel two years from now, you're still going to have those, like it's still going to have baggage and and it's just i think it won't be able to escape that especially over the course of a what one month two month box office run i think it's going to be too fresh i think it's going to be just to everyone talking about different things um and you know their answer is to essentially like just not feature him outside of the movie sorry feature them outside of the movie that's been their their <laughs> that's yeah, been that's their, the wb toe line yeah, like Have you hey, seen this Batman. <laughs> yeah, you know, even the trailers feature 90 other characters, you know what I mean? But but they are not the sole focus. And so I just think that tells you everything. I think that just tells you that this won't be clean cut. That doesn't mean it won't make money. I I could see this doing really well. Um, but I could also see this being one of those where we write stories about how like it didn't quite hit box office expectations because all right. of all that. Um, I think personally, I think it's Hollywood and I don't think Hollywood ever. I mean, I, I mean, let's be honest. I think now in this era, we can see a lot more and a lot more can go viral, but 
I think Hollywood's always had crazy actors. I don't think those 1940s actors were all well behaved and stuff. So I think Hollywood knows how to deal with this. And I think it's going to be a wait and see. I think it's waiting to see what happens. Cause I said, as I, as we've said, like film Twitter is largely stupid and irrelevant. So they can get real loud about stuff, but it doesn't mean anything. What's going to mean something is when this opens, do people start going back and starting to see like, Oh wait, like, Oh, who was, who was that guy in the flash? He was great. Let me see. Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, oh. pronouns, allegations, right. LGBTQ well, icon things are going to get a lot more complicated and how that gets absorbed. is what I think the PR, you know, war tribe at WB is perched and waiting to see. And if people kind of look past it and, the, and they're like, whatever, you know, Matt, there's already people I've seen on my threads like, well, you know, mental illness, they're getting help, you know, all that. We should not cancel everybody immediately. And I'm like, I'm not speaking to that at all. So and I won't now. But um, yeah, so I think it's going to be a wait and see because there is two versions of a profile that comes out, either how WB still launches movie with this crazy star or how this crazy star had a lot of pressure as an LBG, you know, as an icon or whatever, press trauma, whatever they spin it as, has in the pressures of making this movie. And now they're getting help and looking forward to a new future, right? Um, because they have it, a lot wrapped up in Ezra Miller. Not, I mean, they had those fast or those Fantastic Beast movies. They have this, like, there's a lot going on. What makes it even messier is it's going to be hard to determine what, if it is a box office success, how do you pinpoint what made it a success? Is everybody right. flocking to the theater to see Keaton and Affleck one more time and all the cameos? Or are they going back because they actually like Ezra's character? And how do you determine which of that is real? Like, there's, it's just money. There's no way of being like, I'm buying this ticket for this reason. We don't know. And honestly, Warner's not going to know either. Yeah, well... Well, I'm glad it's not my job, but uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot to uh, digest there. But as you can see, this is only us scratching the surface. This was our reaction to The Flash. We haven't even like dug deep into some of the things that happened in the movie, and we haven't even gotten to the craziest stuff we can't even tell you about yet because it's not opening day. So as I said, this is Comic Book Nation. Be sure to return and watch our live show. We will be doing The Splash – or The Splash – The Flash – not <laughs> I am the splash non non-spoiler review on opening day followed swiftly by our full spoilers breakdown episode so be sure to check out both of those subscribe to comic book nation on your favorite podcast platforms like apple Podcasts, and be sure to follow us on our youtube page youtube backslash comic book nation where you can find all of our bonus episodes special interviews and all the other things that we get to kind of share with you guys. So uh, this is Comic Book Nation. You can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me at Matt Aguilar CB. You can find me at Janelle Wheeler. And you can find me at Connor Casey CB. All right, and we'll see you guys back for our regularly scheduled live show. This is Comic Book Nation. Hope you guys go out and enjoy The Flash if you want to. Peace. This is... Later. Later.